0: Download the free Angie mobile app today, or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hello, and welcome to the haunted estate.
2: Welcome back, my friends, to this lovely show. It is me. Yep, Selena Myers i going to say this every time, just in case you forget who I am, because I've been told I'm forgettable. Anyways, I have some great news. In the late summer months, I will be going to Williamsburg, Virginia, uh, for some family reasons, but I thought I would take advantage of being there, do some ghost tours, check out the sites. Um, I'm so excited. I can't even start to tell you guys the excitement. I don't leave. I've been sick for almost two years. Um, it was only in the last few months that things have started to get better. I've been getting the balls running to get back to work and it's just gonna be a great opportunity to just kind of get out and have a happy thing happen. Um, instead of uh, the crappy life that I've had for the past year and a half, two years, so I thought that I would take this opportunity to do a show all about Williamsburg, Virginia, because I've been doing so much research on the place, because I am just so excited, so I know that there was lots of war stuff, and you know, there's the colonial stuff, all that kind of stuff, so I'm saying stuff too much, stuff, 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 there, okay, it's out of my system, I'm going to do that. We are going to hear this. It's going to be spectacular episode. So, as I say it, your stories, my stories, and everything. Well, you know what? It's pretty much just going to be my stories today. <laughs> well, Williamsburg stories. So, Williamsburg stories and everything Williamsburg in between. Tonight on this episode of The Haunted Estate.
1: Call and tell us your story
2: by calling toll-free 1-877-260-3428 and visit us at Please do not forget that any content that I use in this podcast, any websites, and most and all websites usually have amazing pictures, footage, anything in between on these articles, stories, videos, um, all those links will be posted at thehauntedestate.com. You can find those by clicking blog. You will see the title of the episode and the corresponding links will be below. I'm sorry. I'm sure this is hammered into your mind this article is titled the haunted places of colonial williamsburg virginia there are several haunted places of colonial williamsburg williamsburg is the village that has been restored to replicate the original 18th century activity that occurred in the area Many refer to it as the living museum because of the fact that the visitors can literally emerge themselves into an era of time that duplicates that of the period when the original colonists arrived. Many claim that it's not just the living that roams the street of the village. There have been several accounts of paranormal activity that have occurred in the 175-acre village, It is not surprising seeing that there are 160 different restored buildings on the land, and the land has such a rich history. Here, you will learn a little bit about the haunted places of Colonial Williamsburg. The Peyton Randolph House One of the haunted places in Colonial Williamsburg is said to be the Peyton Peyton Randolph House, where are several accounts of hauntings at the Peyton. The first haunting is that of a young soldier who stayed in the structure when the Peachy family owned it. At the time of his stay, he attended college to advance his studies. Unfortunately, he fell ill. When this occurred, he was cared for, the best that that he could be, but he eventually died because of the devastating illness. Today, several accounts attest to the fact that the spirit of the young man still lingers in the structure. Many have stated that they have seen an apparition of a male, while others have stated that they have heard footsteps that seem to be quite heavy. There are many different spirits that are rumoured to be in Peyton Randolph House. Hauntings are believed to be in their twenties. One account is of a friendly older woman who is dressed in a white flowing gown. Then there is what what appears to be a young girl who is believed to have died as a result of a fall down the stairs. The Peyton Randolph House is one of the oldest structures in all of Colonial Williamsburg, which means it is quite likely that many of the cases of the hauntings are true. The Ludwell Paradise House The Ludwell Paradise House is said to be haunted by a woman named Lucy Ludwell. Several individuals have stayed at the home throughout the years, and most of them state that they hear sounds to be a woman who is bathing in the upstairs bathroom. When individuals inspect the room, they're unable to see. History states that this lady used to take numerous baths a day in the same bathroom, where the sounds have been emerging from. It is believed that Lucy Ludwell's spirit still remains in the home, or that so much energy was given off in this room that a residual haunting is occurring. Hangman's Road. Hangman's Road is a road that sets right off Colonial Road, outside of the area of the main Colonial Williamsburg. History has it that after the infamous pirate Blackbeard was beheaded quite a few of his pirate ensemble still existed. In the year of 1719 approximately 14 were hung along this road. Today there are several accounts of unusual sounds that cannot be explained The most common sounds resemble that of an old wooden wagon traveling down the street. In addition to this, it's not uncommon for someone to reflect on sounds that feel close, yet sound distant. These sounds are eerie, according to witnesses. Wythe House. The Wythe House was built as a gift to George Wythe, as a gift from his father-in-law. This occurred in the year of 1755. Much later, a new owner took over the establishment by the name of Anne Skipwith, Skipwith, and her husband, Sir Peyton Skipwith. The story goes that Anne actually took her own life in the area of the bedroom that she shared with her husband. In- individuals have accounted to the fact that they have heard to what appears to be the sound of a woman in heels running upon the stairs in her home.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take
2: In addition to this, several have claimed that they've seen a ghost of a woman. These spirits seem to linger in the area of the stairs, as well as that of the bedroom home. It's believed that this is Anne Skipwith. Nicholson House One of the other haunted places in colonial Williamsburg is said to be the Nicholson House, which once served as a home to great violin player by the name of Cuthbert Ogle. It was in the 1700s originally constructed by robert nicholson cuthbert ogle fell in love with the structure once it came up for sale he resided in the home until his death in the year of 1755 today many claim that the spirit of ogle still resides in the home many have attested to the fact that they have been touched by unseen presence in their non-intrusive manner mostly in the area of the shoulders then there are many who hear sounds that resemble scratching late at night College of William and Mary. The College of William and Mary appears to be a house to several spirits who are enjoying everything but rest in the afterlife. A soldier who fought in the Revolutionary War met his death in the small room that is to the back of the college due to a gunshot injury he received while fighting. This occurred on the third floor of the college. Several students and individuals who work at the school have claimed that they have seen a soldier in spirit form walking in a mist-like state around the area where he reportedly passed. There are several areas around the college that appear to have hauntings. One such place is a building named Bafferton. It was in this building which several tribes of boys that were Indian were sent to learn behaviors and beliefs that surrounded the, the Christian faith. When the boys arrived for rehabilitation, several of them were lacking nutrition and fell ill. They were not happy at all being separated from their tribes and attempted to escape several times. Unfortunately for many, it was too late, and they ended up dying. It's believed that these spirits still roam the building, trying to escape. There are many hauntings that seem to be tied to colonial Williamsburg. If you're seeking haunted places to go, this living museum of rich American history is sure to be pleasing on your adventures in ghost hunting. So visit Colonial Williamsburg today. There are several different ghost tours offered here and will be pointed out on the link below. And you can follow that link when you follow this link, thehauntedstate.com, to the blogs where you can find your way to this article.
1: Call and tell us your ghost story toll free by calling
0: 1-877-260-3428 and visit us
2: at thehauntedstate.com. So, my friends, it's been a couple days since I was recording everything that you heard previous. Um, I took a little bit of a break. I got a little sick. It was a nice day. I got some stuff done. Um, The links, I'm going to try and find them, but unfortunately, my computer did that lovely thing where it says, no, you cannot use me, and it kind of fucked off and, and got rid of everything on me, so I will try to find those links. I'm sure that I will be able to. I'll just re-listen to that article over and over and over and over again until I figure it out because bad Selena. Anyways, I was able to find a article that is in a form called the scariest haunted houses in America and this is by someone called try to figure it all out in the country of United States it's in Virginia and then the category ghost tours and haunted hotels Here we go. Like I said in my other story, The Two Little Boys of Williamsburg, Virginia, which we will read next, I live in New York and go to a traveling camp, when we went on a ghost tour to Williamsburg and went to the scariest house in America. We just stood in front of it, looking at it, while our very overly dramatic tour guide told us all these stories about the master bedroom on the second floor. About nine people died in that one bedroom, eleven people died in the whole house and one person managed to get away before anything happened to her. Well, one of the stories is very true because you can see it for yourself. The first time someone died in that house was when there was a family of one, a mother, and eight children. Four of the children died, one in that master bedroom. The other three died in the backyard. The child that died in the bedroom was one of the oldest, about 14 years old. He loved that bedroom, and one night, he was falling asleep in there. He had awoken around 3.30 a.m. to the sound of his bed rattling. He looked over his bed, and there, staring straight at him, an old woman, rubbing her hands together with a smirk on her face, kind of like one of those old evil villains in the movies when they're about to do something evil. He kept on staring at her, and she was staring at him. The woman goes after a while and says, I'm going to kill you. The boy jumps out of his bed and runs to the mirror, checks if the woman has a reflection. She doesn't. The woman kills the boy in the master bedroom. Everyone in my group was so scared. I was shaking. I was so scared that I kept staring at the master bedroom window when our tour guide said something was so weird, not scary, weird, that it got to me. He said, Now, if you look at the window of the master bedrooms." You can sort of see a dim light. I looked. I can see it. I thought. So there was a light. Not so exciting. Then our tour guide says, Now remember, this house is from the 1800s. There was no electricity in the house. And I was like, oh my god. Where is the light coming from? Last year, a couple of ghost hunters on Halloween, with a camera crew, came to this house. Up the stairs into the master bedroom, the camera showed maybe 200 fireflies flying in a circle around the room, mostly around the mirror. I wasn't scared. Everyone else was. I wasn't, though, because I thought I was still wondering why. Well, I know that this was the master bedroom, not the rest of the house. Why were they flying around the mirror? Why were they still glowing? I'm going to guess that this is written by a child, but regardless, very, very cool. Now we are going to check out the other story, the two little boys of Williamsburg. Hi, I haven't been on in months because I was so scared of these two ghosts, so it took me a while to get over it. I live in New York, and I go to a traveling camp. We went in the beginning of the summer to Williamsburg, Virginia. As some of you ghost hunter and experts know, that that's where the scariest house in America is. And yes, I stood out front of it. But even before my group went in the house, I spotted two little ghosts. Our tour guide was really dramatic, so it sounded even scarier when he told us this story. We were walking down this old street in little town, with all these old houses from the American Revolution. Anyways, our tour guide stopped in the middle of the road. He goes, anybody hear anything? We all go, no, why? He says, well, a long time ago, there was his father, who had a little boy, about six years of age, and also a slave at the same age. The boy, the slaves, always had fun with each other. One day, the father died from a horrible disease and was buried in a little graveyard. The boy died later the same day. For some reason, they buried the slave boy when he died a year later, on top of the little boy. So now when you walk down the street, you can see two little boys, one African-American and one American, holding hands and skipping. They have red glowing eyes and are two inches above the ground. I was so freaked out. I hoped I wouldn't see them. I prayed. But when it came back to the house, we had to walk down that street again. I saw those two little boys about 10 feet away from our group, one black, one white, holding hands and floating two inches above the ground i couldn't move i couldn't speak i couldn't even grab my cell phone to take a picture i was so freaked out that when i closed my eyes and opened them they were gone my friend tapped me on the shoulder i jumped that night i couldn't sleep we saw all these freaky things In another story i'll tell you about the haunted house but for now i'm only telling you about the boys if you go to Williamsburg, Virginia and get the ghost tour, you'll learn that these little boys in 2006 have been seen over 6,000 times. Now, in 2007, they've already been seen 7,000 times. Jeez Louise, I going to meet those little fellows when I'm there. Call and tell us your ghost story
0: by calling toll free at one 260 3428 and visit us at thehondustate.com.
2: Sleep with the ghosts of Williamsburg. Virginia is for lovers, and it's a great place to take a vacation. But wouldn't you like to sleep around the ghosts of Williamsburg? Unless you're taking a day trip, most vacationers need a place to stay overnight and up to a week. That would include hotels, motels, bed and breakfast. Unless the potential guest knows the history of the place. They might find more than a good sleep in a ghost tour at many of the locations in Commonwealth. They might just discover unseen visitors, trying to share the bed with them. I'm talking ghosts here. Colonial ghost tours are popular in Williamsburg, as one can see hundreds of visitors embarking on a tour, wanting to hear 20 scary true stories. Others hope to catch a glimpse of something more, while a few fel- a few relish in the thought of a closer encounter with the paranormal at a bed and breakfast or a hotel. Virginia has quite a few haunted accommodations. Some have just one room that's haunted. Others have a whole hotel. Bed and breakfast are where you get to sleep in a room and in the next morning are served a nice hot breakfast by the owners. There are those who have more than just wonderful hosts and a lovely setting. They have phantoms. So... Is it sugar and cream with your cup of coffee, or is it a headless ghost wandering by? Though there are so many places to talk about, I will stick to the ghost of Williamsburgs and surrounding counties. Williamsburg is a wonderful town to visit. It has plenty of places for people to stay, so after a day of tromping through Colonial Williamsburg, Bush Gardens, or Jamestown, they can be assured for a good night's sleep. Really? I'm sorry to say. Many of these places have spooks. Many hotels dot the landscapes along Richmond Road and Williamsburg. Those staying in these buildings tell stories of seeing soldiers passing through their rooms. One woman on a ghost tour turned white and told her own experience. She'd gone to get some ice when she returned to the room. A Confederate soldier walked by her in the hall. He passed through the hotel wall and vanished. Another couple staying in a hotel woke to the sound of someone going through their suitcase they lay there frightened. Then the husband turned on the light and found their clothing from the scoot cases scattered all over the floor. Not just along Richmond Road, either. Fort Magoo Hotel and Conference Center on Pocahontas Trail is haunted by many lively and um, spirited phantoms. Mainly the Civil War era. As someone who has stayed there and even investigated with ghost hunting equipment, I can attest to that. Many of those working there have had their own experiences, as have guests. A woman who worked in the dining room never saw ghosts there, but told me that some guests would come to breakfast the next morning, telling her they have been asked to be let out of their room after waking up to confederate soldier sitting on their bed. One area of the hotel is more haunted than others, that those near the New Market Hall, which is also haunted, people... I've talked of seeing an invisible someone run past them on the third floor late at night. Valuables disappearing and reappearing in the spot that some people have searched before. The machines in the game room have been straightened, only to be found moved crookedly, and things moved around. Figures have been seen and voices have been heard, not just inside. Rooms open with balconies or patios. The 303 air conditioned guest rooms of Fort Magruder Hotel and Conference Center include complimentary newspapers and coffee, tea, markers. Just be assured that you might get your very own entity when you rent a room in that hotel. Colonial Williamsburg is haunted. Some locations not currently covered on Williamsburg's Colonial Ghost Tour are the Brick House Tavern, Market, Square Tavern, and other locations listed below. The Brick House Tavern where one can stay as an alternative to the Colonial Williamsburg Hotel, has reports of paranormal activity. It is located on Duke Groster Street. It has 16 rooms. All have private full baths. The brick house has always been used as lodging. In 1770, the innkeeper, Mary Davis, advised 12 or 14 good lodging rooms, advertised 12 or 14 good lodging rooms, and also noted that the first floor rooms were reserved for ladies and the rooms above for gentlemen that meant for the price you were entitled to a meal a place to sleep that did not mean that you would have a private room not even a private bed for that matter the standard price meant that you would be sleeping with perfect strangers in the same bed in a room that would have about 20 people if you had enough money to pay for a private accommodation you would sleep alone in your bed but there would be multiple beds in the same room Though, supposedly, you sleep alone in your bed in the building now, the spirits still seem to think it's 1770 and want to share the bed with you. Stomping footsteps are heard. The sweet odor of tobacco is smelled. Keys jangling. Shadowy figures seen. Lights turned on and off. Faucets played with. And one woman mentioned a man's stink. When this woman woke up and saw a man in breeches and long, greasy hair... She felt sorry for him, until he tried to kiss her. Market Square Tavern is located on the Duke of Gloucester Street in Colonial Williamsburg, next to Market Square and the magazine. It has been operated as a place of lodging since the 18th century. There are 11 rooms in all. Tapping from the inside walls has been heard by guests over the years. Is it animals in the walls? "'It's next to the grounds, which has a magazine on the other side. "'This spot held the Greek Revival Church, "'a scene of horror during the Civil War. "'Many body parts amputated in that church. "'Over 200, bari- 200 bodies were buried in mass grave "'and are still believed to be buried there today. "'It was one hellhole of a place. "'Though the church is no longer there, "'spirits of wounded soldiers are seen roaming around the place.' cries of anguish can be heard. "'Charles City is where you can tour plantations, "'plantations like Beaky, Weston, and Shirley. "'There are also bed and breakfasts "'that you can rent a room for a night or two, "'like North Bend Plantation and Edgewood Plantation. "'Just be forewarned that you might not be the only person "'to use that room that night. "'At Edgewood, beside the ghost of Lily Roland, "'daughter of Spencer Roland, who had built the house,' It has been confirmed by paranormal investigators that, even yours truly, the little girl haunts the place. Along with the ghost dog outside. Back of the house is where you should truly get a photo of, being that that's where the house had been. The land held shacks of slaves on the Berkeley Plantation. Could the little girl be a slave child? As for North Bend, in the past footsteps have been heard. It was thought to be General Philip Sheridan. Is it? I don't know. Though, I know he still haunts Weston Plantation and House in Hopewell, Virginia, where he stayed at one point during the Silver War. (laughs) Boxwood Inn and Breakfast in New York News has seven spirits haunting the building. The energy is connected and strong. How strong? Strong enough to drain batteries and cameras after one picture is taken back in April 2014 during the paranormal event that was held there, Paracon. Boxwood Inn is within easy reach of Williamsburg. Newport News in Yorktown, in historical Lee Hall Village, it's a lovely bed and breakfast, with the front-facing train tracks. The train did stop there. In fact, in the past, it was once the home of Simon Curtis, son of Dr. Curtis of Edview Plantation. Built in 1896, it has been the Warwick Country Hall of Records. A general store and a post office. The front door led to the general store, to the post office, and even to Simon's office. Simon's wife, Edith's family, was up from the north and into antiques when the place was empty for 10 years and had been auctioned, and everything inside had been auctioned off. They found $4 million worth of antiques. Edith spent her last days with a nurse who smoked a lot and had a raspy voice. It is said that that nurse is another ghost haunting the place. In fact, a couple who one time smelled smoke in the inn had asked if smoking was allowed in there. Catherine and her husband Derek Hulick, along with their daughter and son-in-law, took over Boxwood Inn in December of 2000. They didn't believe it was haunted, not at first. But soon, with paranormal investigations wanting to invest—paranormal investigators wanting to investigate it—they learned much different. The gentle spirit here is said to be Nanny Curtis. It was said that doors open and close by themselves. Nanny is also blamed for knocking on the doors in the morning. Apparently, she doesn't believe in sleeping in late. There are also stories of a phantom elderly gentleman who has a cane. So stay in this lovely B&B. It's a nice spot right beside the tracks. Just don't be surprised when you rent a room there and you try to sleep late. Nanny will be knocking on your door to get you up. Next time you visit Williamsburg, stay at one of these local hotels, motels, and bed and breakfast, but just warning you, don't be surprised if you find that building haunted. You won't be charged for the extra unseen person in your room. Ha <laughs> So that article and all others that I can find will be up on thehauntedestate.com. You can call us toll free to record your story. Don't worry. You don't need to talk to me. And that is by calling the number one eight seven seven two six zero three four two eight 260 3428 and swing by the webpage, thehauntedestate.com. There you'll find links, pictures. If you want to watch the, listen to it on YouTube, anything like that, there is a donate bu- donate button. If you want to throw a little bit of money in the kitty, it's not cheap to put out a podcast, but I love it and I do it for you guys and I'm not begging for money, but you know you can always help out, right? 5 bucks, 4 bucks, I don't care how much you choose, a dollar, I don't even care. Anyways, I love you guys. This is all for this episode and I will see you the day after tomorrow.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs, projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take
1: Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide.